This is The Christian Working Woman with Mary Lohman, and I'm Julie Bastide. For many years, Mary's been broadcasting the good news that God's Word is practical and relevant and is the best guide for every area of our lives, including our jobs and careers. Though much has changed since this ministry began, the truth and principles of the Bible have not changed. We're glad you've joined us today, whether it's your first time or you've been listening for a while. Mary, your topic today is Walking Bundles of Habits, an interesting title. I assume you're going to talk about habits. That's a good good assumption, Julie. You catch on quick. <laughs> you know, I realize that habits is not exactly an inviting topic, but the truth is we are creatures of habit, and those habits determine to a large degree what kind of person we are. So I think we really do need to talk about them. Mm, I I know there are different opinions and studies on how long it takes to make or break a habit. Some say 21 days, some say a month, but for sure you really can't do it overnight. You surely can't. And that means that if we need to establish some new good habits, we've got to be prepared to stick to it for at least 21 days. Mm, Well, this is a great topic to discuss, so it's, it's all yours. I love to read old books, and I've recently been reading a collection of readings from some time-tested authors. One particular article recently caught my attention. You would have thought it was written yesterday, for it speaks so clearly to us today. It is entitled, How to Change One's Habits. And the sentence which jumped off the page to me was, Could the young but realize how soon they will become mere walking bundles of habits? They would give more heed to their conduct while in the plastic state. Walking bundles of habits, what a clear picture that gives us of ourselves, don't you think? I mean, obviously, those can be good habits or bad habits or some mixture of both. But I have to acknowledge that I am, to a large degree, a collection of the habits that I've established in my life. So today, I want to talk about our bundle of habits and how we can add good ones and get rid of the harmful ones. You know, when you first start a habit that's harmful, you don't intend for it to become a habit. We see how so many have become addicted to pornography, especially on the Internet. This is a devastatingly bad and evil habit. But my guess is that the person who first goes to one of those pornographic Internet sites tells himself or herself they are doing it just out of curiosity, just want to see what it's like. And then one time leads to another and another, and before they know it, they're hooked. Someone has said, chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. Think about that. If we dealt with our harmful habits in the beginning stages, we could pretty easily break them. This author calls it the plastic state, that period of time when breaking that habit wouldn't be too hard to do. But the longer you allow it to continue, the more likely it will become part of your bundle of habits, and then it's difficult to overcome. Speaking of ancient authors, the Apostle Paul addressed this issue in his letter to the Romans. He said, Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone to obey him as slaves, you are slave to the one whom you obey, whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness? 
Just as you used to offer the parts of your body in slavery to impurity and to ever-increasing wickedness, so now offer them in slavery to righteousness, leading to holiness." In other words, since we are all creatures of habit and walking bundles of habit, we need to make certain that those habits lead to holiness and righteousness. Unfortunately, many times we're controlled by bad habits. If you truly want to break a bad habit, and you have to really want to do it, begin by specifically praying about that habit. Whether it's what we may classify as an innocent bad habit or one that's recognized as harmful, if you are addicted to it and it's not good for you, ask God to give you strength to overcome it. Then in order to break that habit, you need to replace it with a good habit. Habit is overcome by habit. As Paul wrote to the Romans, you and I choose whether we will be a slave to sin or a slave to righteousness, whether we will incorporate habits that are wrong or replace them with good habits. So the first part is the hardest part, getting started. You have to stop talking about it and start doing it. As Jesus said, now that you know these things, you're blessed if you do them the blessings in the doing. So how do you get started when you want to break a bad habit? After praying about it, you need to determine what new habit you will use to overcome the bad habit. Remember, habit is overcome by habit. For example, if you watch too much television or see too many movies that are not good for you, what new thing will you do to replace the time you used to spend watching the wrong things? You could get some Christian DVDs or movies to replace them. You could find a good book to read instead of watching the television. It will be most helpful if you will determine in advance what new good habit you will put in place of the old harmful one. Instead of eating chocolates, you could eat carrot sticks. Well, I don't know how many of us would do that, but you get the idea. Do everything you can to launch your new habit in a strong and intentional way. Just get rid of anything that will tempt you. Accumulate anything that will reinforce your decision. If you're trying to change bad eating habits, don't stock your refrigerator with all the bad stuff. Stay away from people or circumstances that encourage the old habit and surround yourself with people and conditions that will encourage your new habit. Don't make it easy for the enemy to tempt you. Then just be tough on yourself, especially at first, until the new habit is securely rooted in your life. If lack of discipline is one of your bad habits, it will keep you in bondage to your old bad habits. But start working on them one at a time, and as you are successful in breaking one bad habit, it gives you encouragement to work on others. Zig Ziglar once said, when you choose a habit, you also choose the end of that habit. We are all walking bundles of habits, and our challenge is to make sure we're walking bundles of good habits. It's true that habits have consequences. So when we allow a habit to become ingrained in our lives, that habit will produce consequences, either good or bad. I've often said you can choose your sin, but you can't choose its consequences, and that's true of habits. However, if they're good habits, 
then the consequences are really good, right? For example, if you're very disciplined about spending quality time with God on a daily basis, and you're studying God's Word and praying and learning how to be a better follower of Jesus Christ, that habit will produce wonderful fruit in your life. You'll be like a tree with deep roots, and you'll be strong in good times and in bad times as well, because that good habit of spending time with God each day will strengthen you. Now, that habit takes discipline. If you're depending on your feelings to get you going, you're going to find that those feelings are very undependable. This good habit begins by setting your alarm clock early and getting up when it goes off so you have time alone with God. Establishing this good habit in your life means you have a plan and a structure to help you read and study God's Word, and you're truly learning how to pray more effectively. I can promise you that there will be few days when you wake up with a burning desire to get on up and get into the Word. You'll do that mostly through sheer discipline, strengthened by your dependence on God to help you. But I can wholeheartedly tell you that once you begin through discipline to establish this very good habit in your life, actually the most important habit for a Christian, you're going to become addicted to that new habit. You will see that God is changing you. You are coping with life so much better. The joy of the Lord is truly giving you strength. And pretty soon you just know you can't make it very well without regular planned time with God. That good habit will do more good than any other habit at getting rid of the bad habits in your life. As I said, habit is overcome by habit. I don't think I've ever quoted Aristotle before, but here's something he said, and it's very true. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. Since the beginning of time, it's been true that we are creatures of habit or, as I've said, walking bundles of habit. And it's also very true that the longer a habit is ingrained in your life, the more difficult it is to break. That applies to good habits as well as harmful ones. So the smart thing to do is just make sure you eliminate the bad habits in your life and replace them with good ones, things that will make you more effective for Jesus and his kingdom. And of course, that takes discipline and that takes commitment. Let me ask you, what are you repeatedly doing that is building excellence in your life? Zig Ziglar says we build our character from the bricks of habit we pile up day by day. So what are you repeatedly doing every day that is determining your character? Are you building good character in your life through repeatedly doing what you know you should do? We actually have to teach our bodies that they cannot just do anything they want to do or have anything they want. The Apostle Paul wrote, Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Now, here's a good suggestion. Teach your body that it must come under God's control by regularly doing something every day or two that you would rather not do. For example, you don't eat sweets for a day, even though you want them, but you tell your body, nope, you don't get what you want today. 
Would you like to change a bad habit? I have some final suggestions that may be helpful. Take it one step at a time. You can't change everything at once. So choose a small goal and stick to it for at least 30 days until it's becoming ingrained. Then once you have had some success in even a small way, it will encourage you to know that God will give you the victory over other bad habits. You build one good habit on another, and you'll replace bad habits with good ones. I promise you, this really works. It has worked in my own life. For some people, discipline comes easier than others. But whether or not it's easy for you, if you're a child of God through faith in Jesus, you have what it takes to be victorious over bad habits because you have the Holy Spirit residing within you and he empowers you. 1 John 5, 4 says, Everyone born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. So you have great blessings and stories. You overcome your bad habits and become a walking bundle of good habits, bringing honor and glory to Jesus. A walking bundle of habits. Those are good reminders, Mary. I think it's particularly important to work on one thing at a time and build good habits on top of good habits. It takes time, but the benefits are enormous. Indeed, they are. And I can tell you that establishing disciplines in my life has never come easy. (laughs) This is a lesson I've had to teach myself, and believe me, reteach myself time and again to pray disciplines into my life. But I can testify that it's more than worth the effort. So I hope I've encouraged you today to take seriously the need to establish good habits And get rid of the bad ones. I'm sure many have been encouraged. You know, this may be a topic you could talk about with some friends or share with others. You'll find Mary's devotional on habits on our website at christianworkingwoman.org. I'd like to invite you to join Mary on a life-transforming journey this fall, a tour of the Holy Land. It's much more than a vacation or an educational pilgrimage. You'll be inspired and will return home with a new understanding and appreciation for God's Word. Your Bible will come alive for you as never before. All the details can be found on our website at christianworkingwoman.org. Well, for today, I'm Julie Bustide thanking you for listening to The Christian Working Woman with Mary Lohman.